0: Live drive. Catch up. Drive heard to a driven by Suzuki. We've got time for one more story uh, from Paul Aquano on today's show. This story for me is a lesson in how every single person that you ever pass in your life has within in them a whole world of things that they're worried about, things they're excited about, things that they think and wonder about, that we would just wonder by without pondering on any of. You know, it's the same thing as how like if you walk past a tree and you just check it there, chilling with its leaves blowing in the wind, you don't think about how in that tree might be a family of birds who have its own entire universe and the way in which they're interacting with insects smaller than them and other bird communities and like, you know what i mean everything in this world has a beats and an energy and a culture to it and so do people so you know how you could be walking in any part of south africa near a cbd in our case it happens to be and you see a group of people that have a stand they're selling in this case fruits and vegetables and you think to yourself yeah this is a group of people who are selling things they probably like either bought from a wholesaler or they grew themselves and you don't really think anything more than that of it but when you start to when you actually start to speak to people that are on the ground in places sometimes the biggest stories and the most impactful stories start to open themselves up to you and you start to have a whole new fresh perspective on the fact that everyone around you is actually filled with things that might go on to inspire you your fellow south africans rosa is a woman who we met today on the show who colored all of that in for all of us and hopefully for you now as you hear from her she's a polakwane based farmer and She leads a network of organic subsistence and small-scale commercial farmers all throughout the province. She farms using organic methods in Polokwane and she organizes farmers markets like the one we went to. It was a small gazebo under which there were different people peddling different ways that they'd grown organically for themselves in rural areas that they'd taken to the city in an attempt to get their business off the ground. These are people who have land and are using their own hands and their own knowledge of how to till the soil to make food that the rest of us can eat and they want to grow their business. Listen to this inspirational woman, I love this.
1: Hi. My name is Rosa Ramaybadi. I'm a teacher by by profession. I'm a facilitator. I'm a pollinator. I'm an organic farmer. Why organic? I started farming in 2015 and I was using chemicals and harsh fertilizers. So on the way, I realized that my soil is becoming degraded. So I I decided to change to the natural way of farming, the organic way of farming, that's where I started. I just found this on social media. I went to training there at Mahalispec for my organic uh, uh, certification. So when I come back, I decided to form an organization called Mzanzi Climate Smart Agriculture. Then, under Mzanzi Climate Smart Agriculture, I mean, it's led by women. When I formed this organization, I was looking at the point that women are the forefront in our families. And they are the only people that should make sure that food is on the table. And because in organic farming, we are pursuing organic food, we are pursuing food security, and also the ecosystem. Looking all, on, on all those things, Then we decided to say, no, let's go women. Of course, there are men also, but the forefront is led by women.
0: This women-led organization in a country and in a continent where women upliftment and empowerment in rural areas is the only surefire way that we're going to actually develop communities and societies this is a benchmark of excellence and again under a random gazebo in a busy part of town that if you blinked you would walk past and not think twice about but if you stop and you have a conversation you just might be inspired by your fellow south african we're going to hear more from rosa next on the show On 5, it's 10 minutes to go until 6, and the whole point of the Heritage Tour this year was to go and find stories that are going to restore your faith or just amp it up in South Africa. So imagine this, right? Imagine understanding that we're a country that has lots of land, we're a country that has lots of sunlight, we're a country that has plenty of arable land too, land rich in soil and right for farming. But we still have huge problems, problems of food insecurity, problems of lack of access to resources, water is a problem, electricity is a problem, and there are plenty of people who live below the poverty line. And when you hear stories in South Africa about all of that, it can be tremendously depressing. Similarly, when you hear stories about entrepreneurs, especially those in rural communities, especially those that are running women-led businesses, because that's what matters most. Studies for decades have long since known that we have households that are more often than not women-led, where women are required to spend a lot of their time both fending for, taking care of, installing virtues in children, raising communities. They also have to find ways to provide. And then you find about this business Led by a woman who is going out there and educating farmers on how to farm ethically and sustainably using practices that are from here. They're South African, they're part of indigenous knowledge networks, and the world is now coming around to this way of thinking. You know what I mean? You go into the fanciest grocery stores in the country and you pay 400 Rand more than you should for an avocado, and everything on there says organic, 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 because It's trendy and also damn important. But more than that, where the stuff really comes from, where these practices originated is out of the sons of soil in places like Limpopo where they're embracing it once again because of women like Rosa who are teaching other people in the community to do the same, to put food on their tables and their families' tables and they're trying to grow businesses. And how does that work? Well, it works by you and me listening to it and trying to amplify it in any which way we can. So from a small street in a relatively by the world standard small town here is a big idea
1: so on the way to my organ on my organic journey i came across a south african organic sector organization which is affiliated to IFO, the international federation of organic uh, movement yes so when i met Sawaso, there came a project uh, that is called participatory guarantee system. Participatory guarantee system is that it contains the standards that we have to adhere to when we farm organically. It is our certification board in the other ways. So uh, it, was, uh, it was announced that maybe we, we, for, from each province we want people who can come and be pollinators to go out there and tell people about organic farming. So I I happen to be one of them. We are only two here in Limpopo. Yes, so I'm looking after Capricorn region, Waterbeck and Sikukune, whereby I want to make sure that each and every household has got a backyard farm, where we make sure that food security is there. Because if you can see, now uh, our, 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 our economy has went down, very, very down. But if in, if in, in every uh, family, if you can find a garden at the backyard, it, it will be better for them. Because from the backyard to the pot, not to go to the shop and buy. With what? Because our money has gone very, very down, There's, the economy is down, so everything is down. So we are looking after the food security, not forgetting the climate change. Yes, we can see nowadays the seasons have changed in such a way that we can't even know when it's summer, when it's winter, when is spring, autumn. It's just a mix-up. So we're making sure that we farm organically so that our climate can be attached to, we can look after our climate so that it, it, it can be polluted. And here in Limpopo, it was discovered that there are trees that we can plant, uh, at least to, mm-hmm. to, to make sure that uh, climate change is taken into oh, control. So. We are having a tree called uh, Boom and also we are planting Moringa. Yes, these two trees were declared to be uh, powerful here in Limpopo if you can plant them for our climate change. Yes, this is Moringa. Yes. There's also a tin there, some pills in a container. Yes, with this moringa, we also, we make it as a powder. You put inside the water, you boil, you drink. You also give your animals. We also have the the, the, the tablets here, the immune booster, also made of moringa. Yes, these are are not, we are not only combating climate change, but also for our health, for for the benefits of our health, yes. Also, the spectrum is also edible, because you can also put in your soups. You can put in your uh, uh, yes, in your salads. You can also give to the to the animals, yes.
0: These are incredible stories from a woman who's trying to make a difference and is actually doing it, not only in her community, but surrounding communities too. And that's the exact kind of energy that we are in search of this year on the tour. We'll be back on Monday. We're going socking this weekend. We're going to celebrate Jude's birthday tonight yes. in Polokwane, Polokwane, watch out. The weekend in Gulu. Cool. Exactly right. And we will come back on Monday with the same energy, the same chies, the same passion that we left you with on Friday. Enjoy, Rogi. Have a great one. Look out for us on the road. Cheers.